0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. We are in a stock market correction. I think in the next couple of weeks, the markets will go lower. Looking at 2900 for an area where I start getting interested in the S&P 500. And I'll start looking interested in other stocks soon. But this is one of those situations where you just get out of the way. This is one of those situations where you start finding the investor voices that you want to hear from. Maybe it's Warren Buffett, who says don't sell stocks because of coronavirus. Maybe it's Sam Zell, founder of Equity Group Investments, Leon Cooperman, David Rosenberg, Chief Economist and Strategist, Karen Harris, who does trends better than anyone I know, could be Ross Beattie, who understands gold well. And he's not necessarily saying, buy gold because it's the best thing to buy. He's telling you how it trades. This is when I go to people like George Friedman, who does geopolitical futures, um, this is when I do. I do my best work. I don't go to the best experts out there. We are in a correction that could turn into a bear market. Corrections are worth waiting through. Bear markets are worth waiting through. My belief is somewhere around twenty nine hundred. The SP five hundred looks about right. Then I expect the coronavirus to. Have a rough month of headlines, maybe two weeks to six weeks. I don't know. I do expect it to hit growth. <clears throat> we knew it was going to be bad when we saw the ten-year treasury dip down to one three yesterday, one three six, and today it's even lower. And that's the, the scariest. That's the scariest I've seen the bond market ever. I used this analogy yesterday in horror movies when someone goes, we're going to make it. And someone says, be afraid. Be very afraid. The 10-year treasury bond, there's so much money hiding in that right now. It's no bueno. The IMF is going to downgrade growth on the coronavirus fears. Not when, but not if, but when, right? That should hit the markets when it does. Will there be Olympics this summer in Japan? If they're canceled, that will hit the markets. World travel is damaged now for a good while. Why do I say that? It's not because I'm trying to be a jerk. Jerky make jerk face. It's that people are spooked to get on planes. And I'm seeing it more and more of it. Oh, by the way, Dow's down 800. I should throw that in on occasion coronavirus is threatening to end world air travel boom and what's interesting about that is air travel demand has been growing at twice the pace of the global economy I wouldn't buy an airline stock right now even though this is the time to do it when they're in a tsunami that once the news hits it's good That'll, that'll be the time when infections start going down instead of up when we haven't heard about an infection in the United States in 2 weeks because now we've heard of one that we is of unknown origin you got to wait you got to wait now that person could have been at oh say a warriors game a sacramento kings game we don't know we know this is a flu unlike a lot of flus we can call it a super flu And people are spooked about it. More people, more Americans are going to die this year of the seasonal flu than the super flu coronavirus. But we don't like it because we don't know much about it. And we know that its incubation period is different than a typical flu. So this could hit hard. I will say this I think this, any major vaccination company, like a GlaxoSmithKline, I think does well from this. Like The long-term effects on the airline industry are damaging. I think the long-term effects on flu shot companies like GlaxoSmithKline are positive. I think more Americans are going to take it seriously, but we'll see. Air travel demand has been growing at twice the pace of the global economy. So airlines and other travel stocks have tumbled hard because of the coronavirus. People are opting out of trips. The number of trip insurance, you know, when you get that... At the end of your bill, like, do you want to opt in for trip insurance or not? No, you have to opt out. And it's like, you're like, I don't want trip insurance. I'm going to go. A lot of people are in, uh, buying trip insurance. <laughs> the issue caps a difficult year for airlines that have been grappling with near nearly year-long grounding of Boeing 737 Max's. So the airline industries have, like, now their problems are double-folded. Double-sided? Double I don't know. Double what they were. Boeing 737 MAX issues. People don't want to get on them. They're not flying. They were in the airline system. And now you get this. Carriers now are in a little bit of trouble. American Airlines closed at the lowest level since 2013, yesterday. And they're going lower. Uh, there's a company called Ryanair out of Europe that it's at its level Lowest level since 2009. So 10 years of stock gains in the airline industry wiped out that kind of quickly. Thank, good, thank goodness. Thank good Google. I don't know what I'm trying to say. That I don't own any airlines because they've been hit hard. American, Alaska, Delta, Spirit, JetBlue, United Stocks, all being downgraded. And, and analysts are saying, let's just call them a hold. We had them as a buy because airline demand was so strong. Every time I've gotten on a flight in the last five years, it's, it's like there's four seats left. Hurry, hurry. Get the, the carry-on above the seat. Full. They've, they've had capacity issues. Not a problem. Now you can fly to China for 120 bucks round trip if you're willing to go to the Wuhan airport. So that's the story. Long-term airline, probably psychologically, they're they're getting disrupted. Oil's falling pretty aggressively, so you and I are going to be paying less at the pump. Tesla's falling pretty hard because they've got exposure to China. Plus, they had bad sales numbers in China. Oh, they just disclosed that during the COVID uh, disease outbreak. The Center for Disease Control advised all non-essential travel to South Korea for the public to avoid. Saudi Arabia is temporarily suspending the entry of foreigners for pilgrimage and tourism purposes. Airlines around the world have already canceled 200,000 flights, mostly to and from China. But now they're mulling other changes. Delta slashed its service to South Korea, home of the largest outbreak outside of China. So Delta is only flying 15 weekly flights down from uh, 28, so basically down 50%, right? That's a pretty big haircut. And airlines make a boatload of money on these international trips. All three major airlines in the United States have suspended flights to mainland China and Hong Kong. They've waived cancellation fees. They've changed uh, and change fees. The airline industry has gone through a lot of boom and bust cycles, and this is going to hurt. They had just posted their 10th year of profitability in a row. But a lot of this, a lot of people are going to tighten up about travel because of Facebook and Twitter this time around. There's more fear than ever. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and your money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing in more Watch President Donald Trump last night address the nation about the concerns on the virus outbreak. He mentioned that problems to people in the United States is still very low. Risk of problems. He added the United States is going to spend whatever appropriate to deal with the virus. He also put Vice President Mike Pence in charge of the response to the coronavirus. He also said that the stocks should recover soon. From their swoon. Say that a hundred times fast. South Korea is the, I would say, the hot point. Uh, The hottest zone right now. They've got 1,700 cases. 400 cases in Italy. The United States has that one random case where we panicked. And I told you that would happen the moment we got either a death or just like Iowa. Someone in Iowa who's never met a Chinese person or been to China, we're like, uh-oh, it's spread, and we don't know how. That happened in Northern California yesterday. So I'm saying this not to, to get people speculative or crazy, but you're just hoping the guy didn't go to a Warriors or a Sacramento Kings game. Because then we're going to see a lot of cases hit. Maybe it's incredibly easy to get this flu. This virus, it's incredibly easy to pick it up, and you can't really tell that you got it for 14 days. That's not dangerous, but it's, it's new territory for us. So, again, a lot of people are rushing out to stores to buy Clorox wipes and vitamin C, just in case. What I'm doing is I'm taking a look at some of my favorite stocks. These are some of my favorite stocks. Apple, Disney, Visa, AMD, NVIDIA, Gilead. I'm writing down any name of any stock that I want to own. And I'm waiting. I don't think this is over. I think the 10-year treasury is that danger, danger, Will Robinson thing going on. And you shouldn't ignore it. With that said, I think this is going to be a buying opportunity. If it's a typical correction, it won't last but another four months. If it goes into a bear market, we could be looking at two years before we hit all-time highs. Of course, things could get worse. But that's what I'm expecting. If we move to a bear market, which I think is starting to become very likely, we're down 10% from all-time highs, fastest down 10% ever. That momentum is going to have a lot of people panic. A lot of people who are jumping into Tesla at $800 a share are now saying, what did I do? A lot of people who are like, I want the next Tesla, which is Virgin Galactic, are going, what did I do? So the market's down 2% today, but Tesla's down 9%. That's how speculation works. With Reward comes risk. Dow's now down 528. At one point in time, it was down 900. So it's jumping all around. And again, that's just 2%. Do I want you to be panicky? I don't. At the end of last year, I I said I've rebalanced my 401k because I've had a great run. It was the first time on air in over three years that I told you I did a rebalancing. My growth became too growthy. So I bought some more value. Unfortunately, I also bought some more Asia, which I'm stoked about in two years. Last night, in the middle of the night, I came to myself. I know you're saying you're sleeping. Did you take some edibles or something? No edibles. I was just sleeping. And on the door knocked me. And it was future me from two years ago, two years from now, that said, good job buying those Asian stocks, because in two years, you're going to be stoked. I'm like, what? Are they down big today? What's happening? He goes, oh, yeah, buddy, they're down big today. But it was me telling me good job on being like aggressive and not being afraid to invest in Asia in 2019. In 2020, it makes me look bad. But I'm averaging in. So do you have a future self that will come to you and say, I wish you would have bought more of X or Y or Z? I like Visa. You know one thing that I like about Visa right now? Is China is burning cash. I know you're saying, what? What? They're saying, we don't want someone t- pulling money out of their wallet and basically pulling a piece of cloth that's got boogers and snots and germs all over and giving it in to another person. So I do kind of like that contactless visa thing going on. So right now, I'm putting together my favorite stocks. Visa, a couple weeks ago, I could have bought at 214 bucks. Now it's down to 184. Is that the perfect price for me? Let me take a quick look at the chart, and I'll tell you where the perfect price for me is. Uh, 172. It's at 184 right now, and I, I, if it hits 172, I'm buying. Again, consult Broker Advisor for taking action on any stocks. I'm not looking to make money in, in one year, or one day, or one month. I want two-year future Rob to come back to me and go, Oh, by the way, Kansas City wins another Super Bowl. should bet big on that oh and that that money that you put in visa when it hit 182 it turned out or 172 turned out okay don't worry about that yeah it went a little bit lower but don't worry about it and i'll tell you this if visa goes down to 130 if we go into a bear market i won't sell my house i won't sell my children i won't sell lemonade but i would do everything i could to buy it so 131, I'm all in. And 172, I'm kind of in. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I, I, that, that looks good to me. That takes a lot of the risk out of the recent move out of it. And again, I don't want you to go out and buy this. I don't want you to do anything like that. I want you to do what's appropriate for you. I have a friend who, yesterday, he's a police officer. and He's a, he's a nice enough guy, but he's so stupid when it comes to investment. He listens to friends and he listens to me. And then he listens to something else and he makes his decisions based on like this hodgepodge thing, that'll get you into trouble. He's not coming up with his own ideas and and making them his. He's not using one person that, that has a set definition. He's Frankensteining ideas together, which is the most dangerous thing you could do at a time like this. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I was raised by kind of a blue-blooded, all-American family. To show you how all-American we were. Um... When President Kennedy got shot, my parents were eating hot dogs. They were at a picnic or something along those lines. And uh, the news hit like kind of like a couple weeks ago. You were probably on a Sunday morning getting like a morning jogging, and you like, look at your phone, and like, what? Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash? But when the news hit that the president had been assassinated, my parents started vomiting, and they never ate hot dogs again. Fascinating, right? So we were kind of an all-American family. And for instance, I was raised Catholic. Um, And there was this thing where Lent would come around, and you have to give up stuff for Lent. And you kind of start that whole process on Ash Wednesday, and yesterday was Ash Wednesday. Now, it's interesting. The Pope, uh, Pope Francis, is urging Catholics to give up being a jerk on the Internet. He wants you to stop being a troll. He wants people to give up being Internet trolls. Man, the 21st century is blowing my mind. It used to be things like candy. It used to be things like saying dirty words. Now it's being an internet troll. Don't be an internet troll until after Easter. (laughs) I love the 21st century and the conundrums that we get in. Oh, you want to know about the stock market? Of course you do. Um, We're in a correction. This is what it feels like. When you go 10% off an all-time high, you're in a correction. It doesn't feel good. You wonder how much lower it's going to go. I think lower. The 10-year Treasury is telling us that there's a lot of people panicked. There was a case of someone getting the coronavirus in Northern California, whom had no other touch with anyone from China or anyone infected, no cruise ships, nothing. So now we're wondering, hmm, it's amongst us. And it's been amongst us for how many days? So the market's going to be, I'm sorry to say this, SOL for 14 days. Because the incubation period is 14 days where you can show no signs, you can be whistling down the street like you're all happy and good. And the next thing you know, you're dead. Keep in mind, the coronavirus, just for those who don't know, tends to kill people over 60 who have some sort of pulmonary disease, some sort of breathing disease already tied to their body. Again, this isn't blood coming out of your eyes. This isn't crazy stuff. But it's not good. So we're at least 14 days from now when I could say, yeah, we feel it's contained in the United States or we don't day it's going to be one unconfirmed or this is actually confirmed excuse me what if tomorrow it's 10 the day after that 100 the market has room to go lower that's fine we had an amazing year last year we've had an amazing 10 years do you want to panic now or no, no no i'm not going to say the word panic I told you last year, time to rebalance, take some off your your craziest growth and put it in some of your value. Now you can still look around and say, do I own anything that's really sensitive to travel? Energy, travel, hotel, all the wrong places to be. Completely wrong. Except for the fact that energy's been getting some bids right now from private equity. That's a little but no, I would not own Virgin Galactic just because there's no coronavirus in space. there's also no earnings um, and Wall Street right now is going to sh- take out to the shed anyone who's not earning money. We live in such a politically correct world right now. I'm afraid to say things. I'm like, take out to the shed. am I allowed to say that? Am I allowed to say that? is Who am I offending when I say that? But yes, Wall Street will take out to the shed and shoot any weak player right now. <clears throat> Shooting means not killing, but take him down 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. Apple has the world's best problems on its hands. It makes products that everyone wants, and they're expensive, and they've got fat margins because they manufacture in China. Oh, oh, oh. <coughs> like, Whoops. Too much manufacturing in China. I own shares of Apple. I'm I'm not thrilled. I'm hoping they're buying back shares. I'm hoping they're using some of their cash hoard right now intelligently. But I'm also smart enough to say that, you know, fifteen days ago was an all time high. So a correction of ten percent, twenty percent, or thirty percent is not gonna freak me out. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. This is an interesting time because we're also kind of just really hitting our stride in the election season. I'm good at detecting speculative peaks, and I feel that we might have had one. When TD Ameritrade and Schwab took their commissions to zero, the amount of people getting into accounts for the first time ever spiked. And it kind of gave us that extra leg up in the market. When Morgan Stanley's buying E-Trade, it was a sign of the top, short-term top. Will it last a year, two years, three years before we get take it out again? I don't know. We will take it out again. So <clears throat> Tesla kind of got crazy. Virgin Galactic kind of got crazy. Microsoft ran up to all-time highs um a lot of naked call buying in fact there was about a month ago the, the highest level ever of naked call buying a lot of speculation apple it could do no wrong when you add 400 billion dollars of market cap as fast as apple did there's going to be a bowel movement there is going to be you got too big too fast watch out get, hurry up get to the toilet sit on the toilet It's going to hurt a bit. When you saw on the cover of The Economist. In late February. um, Of 2000. You saw a headline. Big tech's bull run. And they were pointing out companies like Amazon, Facebook. And like. When you have that kind of bull run. From 98 to 2000 and like everyone could make money, it's a little bit creepy. It's a little bit silent before like, you know, when bulls run through a, like a hotel lobby and you're like, wow, that was really loud. And it's getting quiet and like, oh, they're turning around. When you have a bull run, there's that pause there. <clears throat> we saw it in 2000 and we're seeing it right now. Last year, if you own Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, you could do no wrong. made money hand over fist. The dollar had a big run. The U.S. Treasury has gone from last year at this point in time, 3.1% down to 1.3%. That's a big run. That's a lot of money going in. That's exponential when you go from three to one and a half. That's not like going from three to four or four to three. Three to one and a half is a much bigger move. So we're going through this. Gold has had a run from 1300 a year ago to 1700 today. And you can kind of see that the indexing, the buybacking, the short-term volatility, it, it's kind of created a little bit of speculative. I told you probably two weeks ago that there's a beautiful traffic person at Cron. Um, when I say beautiful, a lot of times I'm talking about how good they look on camera like the colors that they wear, their skin tones, like just pop in their vibrant. I'm like, oh, I look like a pasty white Irish, like pastry, <laughs> pastry. That's me. <clears throat> but she was like, I just have this new app. It's called Cash. It's called the Cash app. I'm like, I've never even heard of the Cash app. What's the Cash app? And she, she goes on to the next question before she answers the first one. She goes, um, I could buy stocks. I could buy stocks for free. Did you not buy stocks for free? And they gave her a list of like eight stocks that she could buy for free. Now, she have to, You have to fund it, but at the co- there was no cost, you know. No commission. No transaction cost. No transaction tax. Um, I wouldn't mind some transaction taxes being raised on investments. Just for the record, I could see that area raising some tax money, but neither here nor there. <clears throat> Um, but she, so she bought like eight stocks, and the stocks were the thing I hated was they were Amazon, it was Apple, it was Microsoft, it was Visa, it was every freaking fragging known company in the world. She didn't buy the Russell 2000 or the SP 500. For the record, I'm stoked right now. The market's 10% off. I invest in a 401k every two weeks. And a month ago, I was paying full price, now I'm paying full price minus 10% for anything I'm buying because of 10% market correction. Again, that's not totally true because different indexes are down much more, much less. Um, But I don't mind. I can feel that, you know, it's been easy to see where the bond market's going. And when that 10-year treasury got stuck under 1.5, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. Now there's going to be a push for easy money monetary policy. (laughs) There's going to be a push for lower interest rates, which I do not think is a smart move in an election year, nor do I think it's a smart move to help fight the coronavirus. When you lower the cost of money, you increase speculation. If you increase speculation, there's more business activity going on. So we'll talk a little bit more about this business cycle. Um, What's happened over the last 10 years has pretty much been the best case scenario. And now we're kind of starting to work into what if this is a worst case scenario? And that equals panic for a lot of people. Not for me. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing more. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at KDOW.biz or on the KDOW Radio app. Okay, I'm going to teach you everything you need to know about the coronavirus right here, right now, as far as corrections in stock market. Windy buy stocks, and by the way, this is called funeral porn. Uh, funeral Pop, the music. Oh, God. It's called Funeral Pop. Shovels and Dirt, Shovels and Dirt. It's kind of a pro-pro, if you think about it for this time right now. So, kind of what you're looking for, if you're looking for the stock market to, like, be where we need it to be, you're looking for a Whoosh. It's okay to wait for more information, but it's also okay to take some off risk off the table if you're sitting on gains. The buzz right now is you're you're starting to see like the virus starting to hit everyone, and we're starting to understand it. Um, Anheuser Busch InBev down seven and a half percent today. They're saying the virus is going to cut 170 million in profit so far this year. That's a lot of money. Microsoft warned. So if Microsoft and Budweiser are both warning, that's telling you that's pervasive, right? Um, Random joke. Hey, honey, go buy me a six-pack of beer. But no Corona. Uh Uh Too soon, right? So you're waiting for a big whoosh down. You're waiting for... Uh, you're waiting for more companies to come out and warn. Then you're waiting for a turn where companies are, you're starting to see the baseline infections drop. But you also need to understand how long bear markets last. Let's just play with the concept we're going to get into a bear market Let's just say a ten percent correction could turn into a twenty percent bear market pretty easily. That's where I would start feeling more comfortable buying stocks. As the market goes lower, I feel more and more comfortable. I don't feel I feel when the ten year treasury is where it is right now, one two five, one two six, one under let's just say under one five. When it's under there, it's it's almost too raw. Um, I have a friend who has something stuck in her intestines right now. And when it moves, it's going to move, but it's not going to move until it moves. And she's doing all these like crazy uh, magnesium drinks and it's trying to loosen stuff up and everything's raw down there right now. So she's like, her doctor's like, come in tomorrow. She goes, how about the next day? Cause I need it to all settle down a bit. We're not settled down yet. It's It's too early. There have been 26 market corrections since World War II, with an average decline of about 13.7%. Okay, we're down 10% roughly. The average market decline since World War II, the average market correction, is 13.7%. That doesn't sound so bad. Recoveries have taken four months on average oh, I'll be dead before we hit all-time high. No, it'll be four months on average. The most recent correction occurred from September 2018 to December 2018. Where were you two Christmases ago? You were in a correction. If the s 500 closes below 3,047, it will be the fastest 10% decline from an all-time high in the index's history, that's not that surprising to me. If you knew how many algorithms are running, buying, selling, and everything on the Wall Street right now, the speed is obnoxious. A correction is defined as a 10% decline in one of the major indices, whether it be the S&P, the Dow, from its 52-week high. History shows that corrections last another 3% and take about four months to recover on average. So 13%. And then they're backed four months later. That's if, if, if we don't fall into a bear market. Now, a bear correction is 10% off its recent highs. A bear market is 20% from a high. If we go down 20%, that's when we start getting into more interesting numbers. The Dow and the S&P 500 um, are struggling today. They're struggling this week. It's been pretty rough. The 12 bear markets since World War II have averaged a decline of 30% over 14 months and have taken 24 months to recover. Okay, so if we just do a correction, we should be back to where we want to be in about four months. 10% correction tends to get to down about 13%. And then four months later, we've recovered. Now, bear market, we've had 12 of those since World War II. You can go back to May 1946, June 1948, August 1956. And these were all markets that were down 20%, 25%. Then there was a big one in January of 73 where we went down 45%. And October 2007 where we went down about 55%. And it just took 24 months to recover, but they lasted 14 months. Now, so if, if, if we go into a bear market, where are we right now? We're about a month in, so maybe you have about 13 more months of this sucks. Or if it's just a correction, it, it's not that bad. A correction will be much faster for you to recover from, Right. Again, we've had 26 corrections since World War II of 10%. And they average about 13.7% from highs. It takes about four months to recover. Now, we've had 20%, a decline of 30%, 12 times. Um, So that 20%, 30%, it, it, it feels horrible. It's a whoosh down. But if I told you on historic average where we've recovered in 24 months, you'd be like... So everything I'm buying that's 30% off will be recovered in 24 months? Isn't that a good thing? Like, isn't that potentially a 30% gain in two years? It's not quite that simple. And bear markets average about 14 and a half months. That's not horrible. Okay, so now you know how bad it can get in historical terms. And the market's seen much, much worse than coronavirus, like World War One, World War II, Nagasaki, Hiroshima. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com.